Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, a great community of learners who are dedicated to bringing top-tier instruction to their classrooms. We're going to dive right in here to Season 7, Episode 28, Games Provide Meaningful Choice. And this is something we can learn in our classrooms. This is something I would love to hear from you on Twitter. So if you could right now cue that up, ready to like tell me something. So that's at Mr. Matera. And you can use the hashtag WellPlayedPodcast. I'd love to hear your thoughts, uh, your experience in both the classroom as well as maybe games and how they provide you meaningful choices. So let's dive right into this. Those of you that have been following along with well played, maybe even since the beginning, seven years ago. Holy cow. Uh, but for those of you that have been following along since the beginning, you know that this channel is all about bringing sort of the the best of everything playful and joyous in education. And, right, like we're talking about games and wrapping that playful pedagogy into our classrooms. And... You know, at first blush, when we think about games and choices and, and in our classrooms, I think two games that come up real strong, real big, is the old Jeopardy, if you've still been playing that with your students. <clears throat> and then to sort of modernize it, we have the Cahoots, the Gim Kits, <clears throat> excuse me, and the Blue Kits. And these are definitely games and you, you could say that like choices abound them all over the place you know uh do you you know if you got all these answers you can buzz in you can be right the thing flashes the screen that you got it right and you get these like ultimately low quick dopamine hits and so are they engaging yes but are they educational no and i think we as sort of the gatekeepers as well as the professionals that we are. Like, come on, teachers. Like, sit up straight. Use that backbone. That doesn't mean education has to be boring. I'm not going to give you that sort of free pass. But we also don't have to use these products that are designed by engineers, not the engineers in the mind that we are, right? We are the engineers in the minds and the hearts in our classrooms. And we need to stop sort of advocate, advocating, not advocating, abdicating, excuse me, that responsibility to software engineers who really just want the game to be engaging. And so low-level Bloom's taxonomy, just sort of recalling information and then giving a short dopamine hit, that's not what we want. So games provide, you know, true meaning and choice. And we can kind of break this down a little bit in this podcast because I want to inspire you to have that backbone and be a little more excited and assert yourself and assert your talent as teachers to produce something great for your classroom. Don't just make it fun Friday at the end. Try to weave these things in, this this idea of meaningful choice in your classroom, hopefully on the daily. And some of them may be wrapped into an EMC2 game or some of it might just be wrapped into your classroom. And... So what I like one that I want to like think about and pair real well is for those of you that know UDL, Universal Design for Learning. I absolutely love UDL. 
and it snaps so well into the work we do with EMC2 and students and playful learning and engagement and gamification. We're going to look at action and an expression principle of UDL. And this, this idea of action and expression, that giving the students the ability to express their ideas, their, their concepts, the, the things that are locked in their head, but providing them multiple means of expression. So not just sort of always saying, and, and there's valid reasons to sort of force people occasionally to do things, you know, outside their comfort zone. Like ultimately that's what's happening in our classrooms kind of all the time. We're asking kids to do something that they just learned that by definition is outside their comfort zone. However, we also need to recognize as teachers what we're asking them to do is outside their comfort zone. And so providing them opportunities lots of times to not worry so much about how they're expressing it, right? If we're learning a new concept, don't force them with their method of expression. And so I'm thinking off the top of my head, EMC2 has lots of resources that do that. In fact, I'd almost say all of ours give some level of choice in terms of expression, in terms of how this is. It's not a fill in the blank, right? There's there's multiple paths to victory, so to speak. Uh, one that I really like is Triple Threat Throwdown. This gives, we're not going to go over it, nitty-gritty here. Those of you that are members of EMC2, definitely check out Triple Threat Throwdown if you haven't played it yet. But inside this one pedagogy, it gives you multiple modes of expression. So kids can be doing kind of A, B, or C to get at the content, to unlock. This is a kind of a review game. So you, could, you wouldn't want to do it at the start of the unit, but you could do it anywhere kind of the middle to late unit here. And it'll be a great way to get kids recalling and using the information they have. And that pairing, that recalling and using and, and creating is what moves them up that Bloom's taxonomy, which we know creates a longer-lasting memory imprint, right? And we want to have these memory imprints all over. We want these sort of fingerprints all over their mind uh, with the activities that we do. We want it to be sticky in their mind. And truth be told, this low dopamine hit drawn out through cahoots, blue kits, gim kits, while there can be engagement on the front end, and you can say, see, it's working. And you can even say, like, see, the stats show that kids are learning, but they're not. Like, they're starting to memorize the patterns. They're starting to memorize the word choices, right? Uh, so get them out of the lab rat maze and get them into sort of that open world that games can provide. And for those of you that are video gamers, you know what I'm talking about, kind of that game labyrinth that we put rats in compared to something like that open world game like Zelda. Yeah, that open world just really changes the dynamic of things. But educationally speaking, we also know as educators it does as well when we allow them to create and creation has sort of no wrong answer, so to speak. And so while they're using our content, that can have a right or wrong answer possibly. I teach history, some of it's perspective, some of it our fact, like this battle happened at this place, right? So there can be wrong answers there, but how they use the answer, how they express the answer, how they play with that answer can start to open up a little bit, be a little more airy, and there's an ownership there. And that's what I love about 
our EMC2 resources, all of them work with these UDL principles, uh, in particular this one, action expression. It gives them meaningful choice. They get to put themselves in it. We get to see their fingerprints over this activity. And I just think it's super powerful, and it's something that we should all work on providing that choice and challenge. Other ways, like other easy ways you could provide choice in your classroom, meaningful choice in your classroom. One could be just allowing them to choose who they work with. That's kind of an easy, low-level one that you could do on any given day. That choice right away is a meaningful choice. Am I going with a friend? Am I going with somebody that I'm going to feel comfortable with? Am I going with that kid that's going to challenge me and push me? Am I going to? Am I paired up with the kid that like I like, but I also know that it doesn't do the work so best? Am I tackling that challenge today? But the kids, giving the kids that opportunity to choose. Now, would I do that every day? No, but working in meaningful choice throughout your class is a powerful thing. Uh, You know, stations is another great one that I, for whatever reason, drops off sort of in that grade school, and we don't do it as much in middle or high school. Uh, so many EMC2 resources work on the stations concept. Uh, we, I wouldn't say all of them, but there's plenty. And like Legos, we like to think of all of our EMC2 resources can click together. So you could use these station activities that we have and click in some of these other activities as the station activity. So that's so cool that this we're just giving you a box of pedagogical Legos. We're giving you meaningful choices. Uh, but like your first time at any restaurant, it's going to be a little overwhelming, and you're going to have to wade through some of those choices. All I can tell you is, Try one. Take it off the shelf. Use triple threat throwdown. Check out the penny pedagogies. We've given you meaningful choices so that you can give meaningful choices to your students, giving them a chance to have action and expression in your classroom. All right, everybody. That is what I wanted to talk about today. And I am so excited to hear from you. Again, that's at Mr. Matera on Twitter. If you're going to do Instagram, it's at MrMateraEDU. And use the hashtag WellPlayedPodcast. Just kind of, it kind of organizes things. I dig it. All right, everybody. I hope you have a great day and play on.